Welcome to Success Hackers, Cracking the Entrepreneurial Code, the podcast that's focused on empowering entrepreneurs to find the edge and take their business to a whole nother level. We're peeking behind the curtain to learn entrepreneurial shortcuts and success strategies from the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet. Get ready for mind-blowing entrepreneurial tips with your host, high-performance business coach, keynote speaker, and author, Scott Hansen. Showtime in three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of Success Hackers. I am your host, Scott Hansen. For those of you who are brand spanking new, welcome to Success Hackers. We are now officially one of the fastest growing business and entrepreneurial podcasts on iTunes. Success Hackers is all about helping you take your business and life to a whole new level. How do we do that? Well, we do that by getting inside the minds of some of the most incredibly successful entrepreneurs and have them share their success hacks with us. If you've been listening to the show for a while, I continue to say thank you, thank you, thank you. It's because of you, our loyal listener, and the fact that you continue to tell friends, download the show, subscribe to the show, post the show on social media is the reason why Success Hackers is now downloaded in 65 countries and growing. Don't forget, you can stay connected to me and the show by going to our podcast page, successhackers.net. And on the page, there's actually an opportunity for you to enter the information into your form. Enter your information, and when you do that, we actually send you all kinds of really cool stuff and help you actually stay connected to our Hacker Nation community. So you'll see a box that says, Join Hacker Nation. Put your name, put your email, you get some really cool stuff. All right, let's get down to business. Today we have an incredible, incredible, incredible story and an incredible guest with us on the show. And I'm really looking forward to speaking with this gentleman because he has been through arguably one of the biggest tragic experiences that you can possibly go through in your life. And what I love about his story is that not did he go left where he could have used what happened to him as an excuse or as a crutch, but he went the exact opposite way. And now he's impacting and empowering people, not only with his story, but I'll let him share with you about his business and about his mission and about all that. And I really, I'm really looking forward to, uh, to getting down to business with this gentleman. So today our featured guest is Mr. Sam Morris. Sam, are you ready to rock? I am ready, Scott. It's great to be on the show. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Sam Morris is the founder of Zen Warrior Training, a coaching system which helps people to conquer life's challenges through a state of inner peace and focused awareness. A car accident caused by a drunk driver in 1999 left Sam paralyzed from the waist down, and he chose to use this extreme challenge as an opportunity to discover his capacity for inner strength and resilience. Sam has been featured on multiple podcasts, multiple radio shows, as well as being featured in all types of magazines and other publications. He leads workshops across the nation and works with private clients to help them discover their inner power and unique purpose in this world. Sam Morris, welcome to Success Hackers. It is great to have you on the show. Thanks, Scott. It's great to be here. Sam, you know, I gave Hacker Nation just a brief description of who you are, but would love for you to really share more about you and your business. 
Totally. Uh, well, like you say, in 1999, I was in a car accident caused by a drunk driver. Uh, I was 24 years old at the time, and I had just finished leading a bicycling trip across the U.S. for nine teenagers. And uh, in that moment, I went from being highly athletic, um, just very, very strong, uh, and I would hike every day, bike all the time, expert skier, expert snowboarder, to uh, being paralyzed from the waist down in just a split second. And uh, like you said, I had a choice to make, and that choice was to really uh, turn into the victimhood and uh, let the victimhood take a hold of me, or to really take on the challenge as an opportunity to get to know myself on a whole other level than I uh, had previously known myself. And so that uh, really became, at that time, that became the root of Zen Warrior Training. Even though Zen Warrior Training didn't start uh, until 2013, it was at that point that I sort of planted the seeds for what would eventually become Zen Warrior Training. Uh, so what I realized after years and years of doing meditation and deep embodiment practices and practices with centering my awareness and healing my body and healing my mind from the trauma of my injury was that I now really had a gift to offer others. And I developed that into a system of psychosomatic training to be able to work with people with any given challenge that they have to be able to overcome that challenge and find their inner strength. Sam, what an incredible, incredible story. And we're going to get a little bit deeper exactly what Zen Warrior Training is because I really want to get kind of to the bottom and really find out some things on how our Hacker Nation listeners can really start to utilize some of your practices and sort of the mindset training around building a successful business. Because at the end of the day, our listeners are high performers. They're looking to get that edge. Absolutely. You work with a lot of high performers also. When you work with your clients, what's the one thing that you notice immediately that a lot of people might be missing, maybe from a mindset or a centering perspective as they're climbing up their success mountain? People almost inevitably are caught in either the past or the future. And that is the single biggest challenge that people are facing. Hmm. If we focus on the present moment, and this is what Zen Warrior Training is all about, is learning to focus on the present moment, then clarity starts to emerge that isn't otherwise available. Now, if, if I'm relating to my story from the past, and if that's clouding my perception of myself, or if I'm caught in projections about the future, and I'm sort of in a state of, perpetual worry, even if I'm not worrying, but I'm thinking about the future too much, I'm missing what's actually happening in the present moment. That's going to affect every single relationship that I have. That's going to affect the way that I focus on my work. That's going to take me out of inspiration and into anxiety or into a story. And it's going to drain my energy and it's going to make me ultimately either collapse or not get ahead as quickly as I wish to. So I really want to take you down this rabbit hole because I think this is absolutely fascinating and I think you're spot on because most of us, you know, we, we bring our baggage from our past mm -hmm. with us to mm -hmm. the present mm -hmm. and we try mm -hmm. to do whatever it is that we're trying to do with this big piano that's on our back. Mm -hmm. Yet we're also told to set goals and achievements and milestone goals and all those things. Sure. 
I would love for you to share with our audience, with our listeners, with Hacker Nation, and how somebody, maybe we'll jump right into a success hacker strategy that you can share on how someone can truly be focused in the moment. Great. Excellent. I use meditation and breathing techniques every single day so that I can totally remove all of the baggage from the past, totally take any kind of anxiety I have about the future and put it at bay. Now, we can never completely remove that unless, you know, we are practicing deep, deep meditation, you know, for years and years and years. So you have to expect a certain amount of anxiety. You have to expect a certain amount of baggage. But by having a practice of meditation where you're literally clearing the slate, you're giving yourself a blank slate to go on. And then you can set realistic goals for yourself and then go towards those goals. Now, once I set my goals in my own life, I put them aside. I'm not going to focus on the goals. I'm going to focus on what I need to do to get towards those goals. So something that I think frequently prevents people from reaching their goals is they start questioning their goals. They start thinking, well, is this the right goal for me? Um, am I ever going to get towards this goal? Da, 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 da. And so they're stuck in a, a mode of mental chatter about the goal. Well, in the meantime, they're missing out on their opportunity in the present moment to get stuff done to actually get towards that goal. It's like uh, if you're baking a pie, you put the pie in the oven, you don't open up the oven door 10 minutes later to see if it's done. You have to just let it sit in the oven. And the same is true for the way that we live our lives. We have to put the goal in motion, set the direction, and then get to work with being in the present moment and doing what needs to be done. Yeah, and I love that. What a great strategy. <laughs> Hacker Nation, right off the bat, Sam is sharing a great success hack strategy around meditation, but also I know we're all busy and we're all high performers and we're all looking to climb our success mountain. But if we're always thinking about the future, which Sam just talked about, which could lead to a lot of anxiety and we're not there fast enough and we're not making enough money or whatever, we're missing out on what's called the present. And I know we hear that a million times, but it's so true. The only thing that you you can quote unquote control or have destiny around is what you do right here in the moment. That's correct. That's absolutely right. And I want to I want to say that yes, we are all. This is a very driven audience. Obviously, people are going for goals. They're like, how do I? I don't have enough time in the day to add a meditation practice into my day. What are you kidding me? So what we need to do is really actually talk about the impact of this practice and why this is so useful. I mean, if you don't go to the gym or get some kind of exercise, your body will fall apart. If you don't eat properly, your body will fall apart, your energy will drain. If you don't drink enough water, you're gonna start to space out. For me, meditation is a place of total inspiration and presence where I can get all of that mental baggage out of my system so that I can actually produce more. Sam, yeah. let's talk passion. You obviously went through a massive life-changing event in 1999 when you actually got hit by a drunk driver that left you paralyzed from the waist down. Like I mentioned in the open, a lot of people in your situation could have really possibly even used that situation as a reason to give up, but mm, sure. you didn't. You went the yeah. opposite way. What makes you so passionate about what you do? You know, I really want to just live life with joy and extreme enthusiasm and clarity. 
and strength and a sense of power and, and energy in my system. And I know that if I were to go down that victim road about anything, I would immediately start to sap my energy. And I would start to live life in a way that is just totally not my style at all. I had to embrace everything. I had to embrace the challenges exactly as they were. And that's part of Zen. The, the word Zen essentially means being aware of the present moment without judgment. So the first thing that I needed to do is start to get busy with not judging my experience, with not sort of overly identifying with the fact that I was a victim of this auto accident and really start to look at the bright side no matter what, because I knew that if I went into that dark mode of thinking, it was just going to tear my life apart, even though there was that possibility. And everyone, there's, there's no one who would say, hey, you shouldn't become a, you shouldn't think like a victim after becoming paraplegic. No one is going to say that. It, you know, anyone has every right in the world to go down that road and, and people would respect that decision because it is so intense. I knew that if I did that, I would be miserable. Hmm. It was just as, as clear as that. And I did not want to be miserable. I wanted to be living life with joy and passion and excitement. And so I chose a very different life. Not that I didn't go through a lot of challenges along that way. It's not like I don't want to give the impression that right off the bat I was like had this superhuman attitude and perspective and so forth because it actually took years and years and years of going in and out of very, very intense challenges. In fact, I spent over two years combined lying flat on my back in hospital beds without being able to move. And... That was so incredibly difficult for me to go through. And yet I would just have to embrace the fact that, hey, life is not what I expect it to be. Life is what it is. I just have to embrace what is true for, for me right now. Embrace reality or fight against it, basically. And I chose to embrace it rather than fight against it. And ultimately, I've built my life and I've built my coaching practice from that perspective. Yeah, and and with with you and what you've went through, I mean, you can without with with integrity, you know, speak to any clients that you have to <laughs> to tell them, listen, look at what I went through. You know, I didn't read it in a book, I didn't listen it to an audio. I mean, I lived it. I've been there. I've done it. I was on my back for two years straight. So, what's your excuse, <laughs> basically? And I, when I listen to someone like yourself, uh, or or stories like this. You know, I look at myself sometimes and I go, you know, get off your butt and, and quit complaining. And we as human beings, that's what we do sometimes, right? We we complain, you know, mm -hmm. and then we look mm -hmm. at your story and you're like, are you kidding me? Like, what am I doing complaining? And I appreciate you sharing that it, it wasn't an overnight, quote unquote, success. Right. That you right. had to go through what you had to go through. But let me ask you this. Someone right now is listening and they're in your shoes. Maybe it mm -hmm. wasn't a car mm -hmm. crash. Mm-hmm. But maybe it was a, a business that's on the on the brink of of bankruptcy or the possibility of you know something else catastrophic happening in their life. Sure, sure. What would you tell that person right now that's listening to this show for them to give them a little inspiration about you know you can keep moving on because it will get sunny one day. Yeah, yeah, that's a fantastic question. Um, my feedback to my advice to whoever's listening who's in that situation 
is the most important things in your life are always those things that you're not able to purchase. They are all the, they are those things that, that do not really require a certain standard of living to be able to manifest. You can start right here, right now with your exact situation that you're in, as painful as it may be. You can start right here getting that the real value is within you. The real value is never outside you. It is always within you. And this is something that I realized as I was going through these those years of hospitalizations where all I had was the hospital bed that I was lying in and a cup of water and a few books by my side and three channels of crappy network TV. And as challenging as that was, I kept coming back to the fact that, wow, I have a choice right now, and that choice is either look at my victimhood or look at the fact that I've got all the inner resources that I need to rebuild my life, however that might look, and starting with exactly where I was at. Wow. Yeah, it's really, really inspirational. We have a we have a segment on the show we call the Fail Forward Stage, and I believe that all high-performance and successful individuals look at failure a little bit differently than most people. They really use it as fuel to their fire. When we talked earlier about how you could have given up after the car crash, but you kept your vision and goals in front of you and really what you wanted to create. Do you remember mm-hmm. the time when you almost threw in the towel, maybe even gave up, but you kept moving forward, and that one decision altered maybe everything for you and your business? Do you remember that actual moment? Uh, like I said, I started Zen Warrior Training 2013, and then in early 2014, I had this experience where I developed a pressure sore, uh, which is common for people who are paraplegic. It's like a bed sore. Uh, it's from sitting in a wheelchair and, and uh, having a, a surface that's not working out for you. Anyway, I ended up having to have a surgery that took me out for about four months, including about seven weeks of hospitalization. Mm. And I was right at a point where things were starting to really pick up with Zen Warrior Training. I was getting my first corporate client, and suddenly I went from momentum to having to be laid up for four months. Now, I continued to work while I was laid up. I was doing sessions with clients on the phone from my hospital bed. Hmm. However, that experience really showed me I had to focus so much on my personal health and well-being or my business was not going to go anywhere. And what had happened was I began to shift my attention towards the momentum of my business and and actually prioritize that over my own well-being. And as a result, I had this situation which took me out for a few months. So my piece of advice about failing forward, because I did fail forward in this situation, was I realized never again was I going to put my business ahead of my own health and well-being. What a great story. As you know, our listeners tune in to get insights, golden nuggets, success hacks from from our esteemed guests. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You shared a success hack and a strategy with us earlier about uh, meditation and sort of clearing the slate. But 
Is there maybe one or two other success hacks or golden nuggets that you can share that you actually help your paid clients in their journey? I do not approach building my business from a standpoint of getting a client like they are something that I need and that I uh, that I need to draw their their uh, their resources from. I don't ever think that way. And I know there's a lot of people who actually whether it's conscious or unconscious actually do that in their business. You go to a networking group and it's all of these people at you. There's such an odd sort of uncomfortable dynamic a lot of the time because everyone's trying to get their business from someone else or get their card into someone's hand. And what I do is I relate first to the person. I look at, I don't have any agenda for the person. Now, I always have an agenda of building my business, of course, but it's coming from an organic communication with the individual that I'm talking to and relating to. It's never a plan to actually sort of bag them as a client. That is not in my best interest, and it's not in their best interest. I want to be absolutely sure that I can add value to their lives, and I want them to be absolutely sure that I can add value to their lives as well. And so I approach every sale, if you will, or every interaction from a place of genuine, dropped-in, centered, grounded relationship. But as someone's saying right now, well, that all, that's great, and that makes sense, and I, and, I, and I appreciate you sharing that, Sam, but you know, I do do networking, not me specifically, although I do, but someone's listening saying, well, I do do networking, or I have a goal in mind, and time is money, and when I go to a networking event... Yes, I'm not there to just pitch and necessarily, you know, fling my card at them. But if someone's out there saying that and understanding what you just said, yet saying, well, okay, I understand that you want to take this organic approach to creating clients and all of that. What would you say to that person on how they might be able to increase their business by some of the things that you teach? Well, I would actually say that organic networking is going to increase their clients. See, what people are actually getting from people who have that sort of, I would say it's almost a slightly nervous anxiety around getting the next client, and they're thinking about their bottom line, they're thinking about their targets, they've got all of that on their mind. They might be communicating one thing about their business, but underneath that, their potential client or their potential customer is getting all of the other stuff. People are way more transparent than they think they are. And they're saying one thing, but their body language is saying an entirely different story. And their body language is giving the story of avoid me at all costs, hmm. leave, leave the room, go over to the refreshment table and get out of my way because I want you. And that is not a good way to build your business. Sam, we are now going to enter the randomness round, but before we do, let's take a quick moment and hear from our sponsor. One of the most evident components of successful people is they have a system of daily inspiration. That is why we here at Success Hackers have partnered with our friends at InspireDing.com, where every day an inspirational text comes straight to your phone. Look, we know that negativity comes to you free and unsolicited. Don't you think it's time to invest in some daily inspiration? We've made this very easy for you to get your daily inspirational text. 
All you have to do is text the word Hansen. That's my last name, H-A-N-S-E-N, to 96000 on your smartphone. Again, take out your smartphone right now and text the word Hansen, H-A-N-S-E-N, to 96000, and get your daily ding of inspiration. I've personally used this, and let me tell you, it is so incredibly simple. Every single day, I get a daily inspirational text that truly sets the tone for the rest of my day. Again, text the word Hansen, H-A-N-S-E-N, to 96000, and you will get a daily inspirational message sent right to your cell phone. We know here at Success Hackers that a ding a day inspires the negativity away. Okay, Sam, we are now entering the randomness round. It's like putting you on the Success Hackers version of the hot seat. Whatever is the first answer that comes to mind, just let it rip. So, Sam Morris, are you ready for the randomness round? Uh, I am ready for the randomness round, Scott. Best advice you've ever received? Be the fish, and then the bird, and then the cheetah. You have to first start by feeling out any given situation that you're in. That's like being the fish, the fish in the sea. All they're doing is feeling out their surroundings. They don't even know that they're in a sea. They're just simply feeling the other fish around them and feeling the water. So feeling out my surroundings. Then the bird. So the bird actually has perspective. The bird is able to see a lot larger picture going on in any given situation. And then the cheetah simply takes action. But oftentimes people end up stuck in a state of mind where they're being mostly just the fish. They're just feeling and reacting to their situations. They're not really taking a removed and objective bird's eye view of the situation. And as a result, they end up reacting and overreacting to a lot of situations that could potentially have been different had they gained a little bit more objective insight into the situation. And then they end up reacting in a way that might not be the best for them, as opposed to gaining the perspective needed from an objective perspective and then going for the desired result. What's a daily habit that you do sometime throughout the day that puts you in a great frame of mind? Like I was saying before, meditation and breathing exercises are the key to my success in so many ways. You now own a time machine. I want you to travel back in time to when you were 25 years old again. What advice would your current self, knowing everything about life and business, give your 25-year-old self? (laughs) I would tell my 25-year-old self to take much better care of my health. What's the one trait that you have that's contributed mostly to your success? I've learned how to optimize my attitude towards my life's challenges and to adapt to change quickly and effectively. What's a hidden talent that you have that most people may not know about you? I'm a very accomplished guitar player, actually. Do you have the <laughs> guitar near you? you can strum some? Uh, I do have my guitar near me. Um, should I go pick it up? <laughs> no, leave it, leave it alone. Okay. <laughs> Last question of the randomness round, Sam. When your life is near the end, what do you want your legacy to be? I really want to... Uh, help a lot of people who are struggling with unnecessary challenge to be able to find their center and find their inspiration and discover that life ultimately is just about living with a strong attitude and a strong attitude can overcome any obstacle. 
Sam, you are now officially off the randomness round hot seat. Mm-hmm. This has been incredible. Thank you, Sam, so much for your time and really sharing all these awesome success strategies with Hacker Nation. Where can our listeners find out more about you and your business? ZenWarriorTraining.com. You could sign up for my newsletter. Uh, my Twitter and Instagram feeds are at ZWTraining and Facebook.com slash ZenWarriorTraining. That's how you can reach me. Hacker Nation, make sure to hook up with with Sam. He is really active on social media and uh, and check out his site like he mentioned as well. Hacker Nation, make sure to head over to successhackers.net for this episode's show notes and recap from today's incredible interview with Sam, along with some other really cool new resources that we have on the site. Oh, again, and on the site, successhackers.net, go ahead and put your name and email into the area that says Join Hacker Nation. As I mentioned earlier, when you do that, we send out interview updates, success strategies, and moving forward, we will also be periodically, check this out, we'll be periodically choosing future guests right from our Hacker Nation community, which means once you put your email into the opt-in box that says join Hacker Nation, we actually just might choose you to be the next guest on Success Hackers. And don't forget, you can take this show and me and these incredible interviews anywhere that you are at. Just go to successhackers.net, clicking on the iTunes tab, and then clicking subscribe to the show on the iTunes page. And as you know it, we really love our ratings and reviews because it helps us empower and impact more people just like you from all over the world. And if you want to hit me up and you want to connect with me personally on Twitter, my Twitter is at Scott Hansen 1210 at Scott Hansen 1210. Don't forget, if you want daily inspirational text messages right now sent directly to your cell phone, Text the word Hansen, H-A-N-S-E-N, to 96,000 on your smartphone. This is Scott Hansen saying thanks again for listening to another episode of Success Hackers. Until the next show, go out and live with passion.